The Tights and Fights podcast, for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I just realized that, like, I could have done the new remastered version. You know, that's we'll save that. We'll have Hal do that uh, when he gets back. Um, save a treat for Hal, but... Yeah, let's save a treat for Hal. Uh, with the mic in my hands, I'm a rad, rad Dan, Danielle Radford. <laughs> I love it. And I'm joined today, that made me cough, and I'm joined today <laughs> by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation, live in Living Kelker, Lindsay Kelk. Specifically live in Living Contour, because I am literally doing my makeup as we're recording this, Ooh, and you're about to say something I was special. about to say, I was about to say, don't say that about my friend, the way that you pronounce that. I was about to get real mad at you. No, um, I, hi. I am so excited to talk about people fighting in their panties. Another week, right? another whole week of it. Madness. Super pumped. Okay, so uh, the script says, uh, Danielle, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the return of CM Punk. Danielle, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the return of CM yeah. Punk. <laughs> Look, I, I'm, I'm just like Anchorman. You write it down, I'm just going to say it. Never say never in wrestling basically right like uh, never say never or in justin bieber documentaries or or in justin bieber documentaries that is very fair but yeah like you know um apparently none of the dirt sheets knew until he is like gotten there and he had only gotten there like you know maybe a half an hour before he was supposed to go in and luckily you know he didn't punch anybody out in the back it sounded like he was a very kind and nice man his first promo back was <laughs> what the fuck ever but also you know it was a i'm gonna play nice yes. promo it was a but it was also like i've had a week to think about it after hal and i had many passionate yeah. opinions last week um i feel like it was a you can totally go ahead and pet me I am so not gonna buy yeah. it. Like, I'm the best puppy. I'm the best puppy in the cage of puppies. I would never mm -hmm. bite you. I know I look like I might, and I know you saw me bite the last person and the person before that, but I'm not gonna bite you. Yeah, just you. looking up with, like, those uh, Puss in Boots eyes until, like, the sword comes yes. out. That's exactly <laughs> it. And you can tell what direction they're gonna go in, because at the end, when he does that little thing, or after he's done doing that kind of milk toast promo, where he's like, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. He doing his classic reality show, straight into the camera, confessional line. I just love that the idea that like 99% of people aren't doing that. That's my favorite thing that he's like, I'm different. Cause I, like the contestants on America's Next <laughs> Top Model, I'm not here to make friends. I am here to lose checks down the cushions <laughs> in my sofa uh and also bite people like i mean yeah. it's i i don't i do understand why people are mad i do understand why people are thrilled 
I have settled on finding the whole thing to be hilarious. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I've landed that's where on I'm at. this, right? It's fucking it's hilarious. It's really funny. Uh, everybody got got. And we'll see what happens in the way that it works. Like maybe the only person that didn't get got is is April. It's Ape. Maybe Ape's the only one that's doing okay yeah. out of this. Because, like... She's just like, okay, babe, let me know when you're back. Yeah. Uh, you don't think that she just rolled over out of, like, looked over when she woke up in the morning and CM Punk yeah. wasn't there. She's like, God damn it, he really yeah, did it. He did it again. Yeah, yeah. He did it again. Oh, and she's just like, you know what? It's fine. I've got book club today. Uh, I, I was gonna I was gonna bake. Uh, I guess maybe he will bring muffins home so I won't yeah, need I'll to. Yeah, I'll read some comics. Uh, she, like, called him up and was like, hey, where are you? Yeah. Uh, okay, so don't get mad. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, well, if you're out, don't come home without milk. Yeah, that would that would. Why does be it sound it. like you're that in an arena? Uh, uh, just like, okay, you <laughs> promised you weren't gonna get mad, all right? Like, <laughs> I kind of talked to you about this the other day. Yeah, you were doing something. You were like, you were listening. You said, uh huh, totally, babe. So you were listening. You were currently in the middle of a peloton ride, and it was pretty loud. But I definitely told you, and you were definitely okay with it. Hey, I'm gonna go back and work with WWE. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I also feel like he probably had it written into their vows of like, I just do whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want, and like, you're just going to be chill with it. And she was like, who fucking cares? With you. I could say. I would be very excited to see her back, though. I will say that. Me too. In whatever capacity. I saw a bunch of people that were like, yeah, she was great at the time compared to the others, but. And I'm like, yeah, well, the thing is, yes, she's been out of the ring for a very long time, whatever, and yes, she was incredible for her time she was i would still argue that she is would be totally if you plucked aj then and put her aj now she would be absolutely beyond did great in heels right she has a lot to offer she was a great promo she was a great character she was a great performer outside of her wrestling so if she wanted to come back i would be super yeah i would be told like have her you know do the spot in the rumble and then the rest of us be like is she back forever or is this just fun they'd be like oh i guess it's okay that he came back oh i can't believe he brought his wife yeah fuck you fuck you very much twitter (laughs) i locked myself out of my account and i feel oh i bet that feels amazing (laughs) oh do you know it really does and they keep emailing me saying do you want to get back in and i'm like i thought that i did and now i don't know It's been a wild week without it. I bet it's been great. Um, Kevin Owens like broke his hand, so he's going to be out for a while. That's always a sad thing. We wish him the best. But did you see his giant son today? While we are recording this, it's his giant son's birthday. I uh, and he is sixteen years old, and he he, is a giant. They referred to him as that. He is so tall. Owen got so tall. Big boy. Oh, he is a giant man. There's a picture of him hugging. Kevin and you can't see Kevin <laughs> look I'm just saying like this next generation of wrestlers like Dom Dom surprised us whenever Brock Lesnar's just... whenever Brock Lesnar's daughter is ready is, wow I, I, I bet every time she comes like to hang out with her dad Triple H already has a contract like printed and like in his back pocket just in case i mean you are uniquely positioned to speak on the validity of those contracts and i feel like that's just as it's just as uh, accurate and and legally binding well no she's 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 uh she's in college so this could and she could murder triple h with one flick of her shot putting wrist and that's the way he likes his wrestle women that is how he likes his ladies they hossy oh just, I, 
Like, was her, was her was her mom in the room? That's all I want to know. Like, when she was conceived, I, I, my theory is that Brock Lesnar works like a starfish where you cut part of him off and he just makes <laughs> another Brock Lesnar. You have to bury it in the fields of Minnesota and then water it every day. Yeah. <laughs> why do you think he doesn't have a phone, Julian? That's why you have to schedule a time for him to come to the phone. He's a very busy man duplicating and cloning. Sorry, he's busy yeah. at the offspring tree today. Can you call back another time? <laughs> I just, none of us would be surprised is what we're yeah, saying. Would not be surprised. So Jay Uso, who apparently no one bothered to look up that yeet has been a word for like 80 million fucking years. <laughs> Do you know how not cool yeet is? Do you want, do, should we stun the listeners with a middle-aged white lady tells you how not cool yeet is? I wrote it into the Christmas Wish, which I wrote two years ago. (laughs) It came out last year. So it's been written two years. And I wrote yeet, and it was the verb to yeet. Mm. But still, yeet was around for middle-aged white ladies to write into romance novels two years ago, which means it's around for everybody else. That would be like if someone's, like... Uh, catchphrase was on fleek. <laughs> you know, someone comes out and they're saying was- YOLO. Aww. I miss things being on fleek. <laughs> He's going to come out and be like, it's like, all right, guys, and you know me, I'm so 2008 and you're so 2000 and late. <laughs> it would be nice. It would be nice. That'd actually be really funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel so like you could bring that back, Julian. Ju- <laughs> only you could bring it back, Julian, though. 2028. Yeah, yeah. Just wait for it then. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh, oh then God, it'll be nice so and retro. <laughs> oh, God, it's so soon. Oh. And he, uh, so, but Jay was also uh, in the main event of Raw in a world heavyweight title match. So I, I do like how much they're investing in Jay right now. And Jay is definitely like, he earned it. He stepped up to the plate. I think a lot of folks were worried that once you split up the Usos, it was going to be weird but it totally works it's working for me it, it worked for me too the weird thing i found about this and i'm don't let my seth rollins distaste color this opinion <laughs> um but too late. why are they just letting seth beat everybody clean all the time it's like well there's sammy gone oh there's jay gone why, why da- is he beating all of our faves just for locks? There's, he's daddy's why? little special boy. See, my theory is that they're letting him do it, and every time he does it, he gets a gold star, and daddy gives him a sticker oh, and a hug. Oh, he loves a gold star. But then once, the, once he's got all of the stickers, daddy's going to sit him down and say, look, you are so special to me, and daddy loves you so much. Daddy needs you to do something for him now. Daddy needs you to work Phil. And oh, I think, yeah. I, I yep, don't know yep, if yep. there's enough gold stars. Because uh, he's going to throw a tantrum. He's going to throw a tantrum. He's going to throw his wrestle buddy out the window. He <laughs> is going to be mad. There's going to be Capri Suns all over the place. You can't <laughs> offer him ice cream either because that'll just remind him of Phil. And he just he definitely, mad. yeah, he'll be like, is this supposed to be a joke? And throw the ice cream bar across the room. I um, think just every What's t- he going to do? I think that the, 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 
inverse of him get the gold the gold uh, stars up until he has to wrestle CM Punk is that every time he wrestles CM Punk he gets uh, one of those cards like you get at Subway and if you do it <laughs> enough times then he gets a free sandwich I mean I would do most things for a free sandwich and right before he's about yeah. to get the last one Phil gets injured and he's like he can't wrestle him so he loses out on his yeah. free sandwich Phil oh. falls over. Like, Phil punk. just trips. He like bends down to touch the floor and check his watch. And instead of checking his watch, he hits himself in the eye. And he's out for a month. Like, yeah. that's it. What time is it? It's rehabilitating time. It, it, it's, it's time off. Eyes are delicate how, um, time. How long I don't do know. we think that, we, that, that, that he has before he Phil? does something? Where Phil he, or, or yeah. Seth, when Seth throws his toys out. I, I don't know. I am... Genuinely, I stand by what I said last week, which is I am so interested and the wrong word, but the right word is titillated. <laughs> like, I am no, like, this right is hilarious and, but like, snide. I'm like, I'm not enjoying it in the way that I should be. I'm enjoying <laughs> it in a like, oh, 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 let's see. And I said last week, I think, you know, worst case scenario is this goes to absolute shit within 14 seconds and best case scenario is nothing terrible happens and i still want to believe that there is a plan i don't need to know it it goes without saying that we don't know it i don't need to know it like but i hope i hope there's a plan that involves limited ring time and then a long-term plan for him whether it's commentary with a part-time ring jumping Which, in situation mean, or an NXT fantastic. thing. Yeah, like he said he wants to work with the up-and-coming talent, what Phil says and what Phil does, and then what Phil does after he says it and what he says after he does it. These are all yeah. different things. <laughs> he doesn't live in the same universe we do where something is said, people hear it, and then it's repeated back to him. Um, that's not true in CM Punk land. Uh, the laws of physics do not apply. Um <laughs> But I really genuinely don't know, which is so wild. What's your what's your general vibe? I uh, want my, to be optimistic. I I look, I'm rubbernecking at this point. Like mm-hmm. I'm I am rubbernecking. Oh, I got so off at the last happens. exit and came back around because I've never <laughs> seen anything like this before. Exactly. <laughs> it was like Jeff, can you drive so I can film this and send it to everyone I know? <laughs> I'm putting it up on TMZ. That's not how you say that. <laughs> That's not how you say that. Brand new. Brand yeah. new. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and Drew, uh, look, I don't know how much of these are shoot works or work shoots, but uh, Drew is straight up on his heel shit right now. And a lot of it is him going off on CM Punk and being like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that you could just leave and then just decide to come back. No one told me in my giant Even sword. Even though, like, I, he did. And I know it's different before Hal literally leaves his house to come and punch me in the throat. <laughs> I know it's different. Drew left and then built himself back up and mm-hmm. came back that way. Cody left, built himself into a different animal altogether yes. and came back that way. I My argument on that front, Drew, Mr. Mr. Stones and Glass Houses, Drew, is that when you look at numbers on a line, which is what Wrestle Daddy's doing, it's Sorry. not different. Yeah. It's not different. You went away. You made yourself 
valuable. You turned yourself into an ATM for Wrestle Daddy. So Wrestle Daddy let you came back. Come back. He came back. He doesn't care if it's good attention or bad attention. It's Bart, right? It's Bart in the episode of The mm-hmm. Simpsons where he doesn't care if he's getting good attention or bad attention. He just wants attention, except in the WWE, it's money. They don't care how. They nope. don't care what. Nope. But they Daniel, are they're business. doing it for us. They're doing it for the fans. They love the fans. Be a star. But Wrestle Daddy said. Wrestle Daddy said he was doing it for us. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Like like okay. I mean, he's doing it for us and that if he does it, then us will pay us money. He's That's... doing it for us slash our credit cards. Yeah. Uh, hopefully our WWE branded credit cards which we will use to buy wwe branded merchandise goods and services um yeah i i i'm just delighted by the whole thing i'm so sorry i'm delighted by drew coming out and popping off i'm delighted by seth being a whiny baby i'm delighted by the absurdity of phil and then like randy orton's a bright spot in my day who saw that coming uh, you know, he really genuinely looks the happiest to be back that I've ever seen him look. Yeah. And like old Randy, I was thinking about this last week after we talked, like, sure, surely old Randy would have been fucking pissed to have yeah. to share his comeback night with Chicago Phil. Like, can you imagine 2010, 2009, Randall Mm -hmm. sharing the spotlight with CM Punk. Hey, Punk, let me borrow your bag really quick. (laughs) (laughs) It looks spacious and comfortable to sit in. You you said sitting, I would have said the other word because you're a better writer than me. They heard what they heard at home. (laughs) And that's up to them. Like... It is what it is. Oh, um, so I'm going to put something over from NXT later. But speaking of NXT, are y'all going to be watching Deadline Live on Saturday? I think I am. I have to go to another thing. I keep They keep making me leave my house, Danielle. It's I'm the worst. Why? I'm not enjoying it. I don't mind when it's for healthcare reasons because I brought that on myself. I got LASIK. That's on me. I have to go and see the man and make sure I don't go blind. That's yes. my problem. You do, but- you do have to do that. Right? But there's work things they keep making me leave too, and social occasions. Ew. We all know how I feel about that. Yeah. So I do mean, you have to go out? During this time of year. Right? I am planning to watch it. Uh, I watched this week's NXT. I've watched NXT for the last few weeks. Um, it's I'm been pretty excited about real it. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might we might have to start uh, making more time for NXT again, because I yeah. know that we, we, we took some time off because NXT was... Uh, uh, it, it was, was bad. Say it. Stinky. It was bad. Very, very stinky. It was Not stinky. great. But there, and again, I'm going to put something over uh, that was on there because it was fucking uh, dope. Can um, I just be a grumpy Gus for two seconds? Because this follows yeah. up something I said last week where I was like, why do they keep making me have Dragon Lee? When I asked for French fries, they keep giving me baked potato Dragon Lee. They did it again. They did it again. They were like, oh, we know you said we were going to give you Carlito slash French fries, but. How about a baked potato Dragon Lee? And I said, you know what? I am in kind of the mood for baked potato. And when it came, I actually really enjoyed that baked potato. So, okay. Yeah. But this week, I, like, really fucking wanted my French fries. I love those French fries. I'm proud of those French fries for coming through as a single star. (laughs) And they were, like, too fucking bad. 
eat your fucking baked potato. You're that meme from the uh, from the good place of like Janet. I swear to God, if there's a dragon Lee behind your back right now, <laughs> one more <laughs> dragon Lee, and I will believe I am in the bad place. Like I <laughs> swear to God, the way this month's been going, it would not surprise me if dragon Lee were my froyo. I can't yeah. do this. I can't do this anymore. I don't hate him. I just want to choose when I see him. And when I've ordered French fries, I want my fucking French fries. Yeah. <sighs> Especially since we, I feel like we've been promised the fries. Yes. We've been and, and teased some... the fries. The fries won opportunities on multiple occasions. This keeps happening. And, and then they're like, lol. Adorable. The baked potato doesn't even have all the stuff on it. This one definitely doesn't. I felt like when I got it at uh, Survivor Series, I was like, oh, I didn't think it was going to come fully loaded and twice baked. But actually, this is fucking great. And yeah. uh, they're right. I love this. Uh, this one, I've seen it coming out of the kitchen and it's not even, it's microwaved. It's Ugh. microwaved. It's not Ugh. even been in the oven, Danielle. <laughs> no butter, no chives, no bacon. Never um, seen a tub of sour cream. Never seen one. <sighs> Sorry. No, I just want a big potato. <laughs> As the year winds down, you can add your thoughts on all things wrestling and fucking baked potatoes um, to the Tights and Fights social media channels in the show notes. When we come back, the truth shall set us free. Up next on Tights and Fights. If you're black, you probably love you some Paramore, huh? Or what about the TV show Golden Girls? Ginger Ale? Daytime television? Don't lie, I know you love at least one of them. I'm Sequoia Holmes, pop culturist and host of Black People Love Paramore. Contrary to the title, it is not a podcast about the band Paramore. Each episode, I, along with the special guest co-host, dissect one pop culture topic that mainstream media doesn't necessarily associate with Black people, but we know we like. Tune in every other Thursday to the podcast that's dedicated to helping Black people feel more seen. Black People of Paramore is now on the Maximum Fun Network. Check out the most recent episode featuring Shar Jassel today. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kelk. Now it's time to give one corner of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to oh. Anal bleeding. Oh. Whoa! Get a life, kid. Rhymes with shit. Holy shit. WWE I love Kate. Look at this face. And a hard fart victory. <laughs> Live, pal. What? It turns out it is physically impossible to do an, put an eyebrow on while listening to that sting. You can't do your eyebrows listening to that. You could do a lot of things, but you no. can't draw an eyebrow on. No, I wouldn't even. <laughs> I wouldn't even attempt. R-Truth is hardly ever a big part of WWE, which is like kind of a bummer, but he's almost always a special part of the show. He's wrestled for decades, won championships, and has some of the best comedic senses of anyone in the game. So we're going to start with some R-Truth memories and thoughts from everybody. So I didn't like, obviously I didn't watch when he was in, I think it was like TNA. I wasn't watching like TNA and Impact and stuff. And when he first started, I was, uh, I believe, uh, when me and WWE had consciously uncoupled for a few years. And so when I came back, it was like the little Jimmy stuff. Look at little Jimmy. Look at little Jimmy. He's so cute. What's up? 
You singing What's Up? Is that putting any titles around my waist? I didn't think so, little Jimmy. Or you can wipe your nose and shut up! I, but I was at the, the tail end of the little Jimmy stuff where it was like more played for a joke where it seems like at first it was a little funnier, like a little less funny and a little bit more like, you little Jimmys. And then by the time I started watching it, it was like him actually thinking he was next to an invisible boy named Jimmy. <laughs> I feel like um, for sure that's what they intended. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like the, the audience were always like, oh, I'm not sure about little Jimmy. And that's when they had to go full lols with him. Um, yeah. But that but, is yeah. when he st- that is when he like leaned into that comedy gimmick, yeah. right? Because he used to be yeah. a badass. That was when I came back in like the mid late two thousands. Like our truth wasn't a joke. Our truth would like fuck you up. Um, I I I never was completely sold on our truth, but I knew what our truth was and who our truth was, and you got it, you know. And it's like he's gonna give you serviceable work, and I understand this. Sometimes there's an element of not being sinister to it but there's an element of danger and it's like this guy could fucking snap like is he is he gonna punch me like what is what is it like is he just gonna knock me out um, if I laugh at him and he handles it so beautifully because he just always seems to be in complete control of it no one else ever beats him at the joke no no and like that's one of my favorite things is like watching him like Watching how delighted he makes a Randy Orton when Randy Orton doesn't yes. is, is in his not care moment. How delighted he makes <laughs> a Brock Lesnar every time he's ever kind like come in and be like, I'm going in for the Royal Rumble, and folks will be like, uh, dude, this is Survivor Series. And he'll be like, Oh, my bad. And like turn that into a catchphrase almost, which you know, that that's WWE. Uh I just it, think he's very good at playing the clown without looking like a clown you yeah. know like yes he's a clown but he's like an a proper old-fashioned clown yes where he is in he is he's not just in on the joke like he completely controls the joke yes he is like 360 like he is not the butt of it and he does wrap his whole entrance himself and i think that like him being so good at that because he is like a genuine rapper like he used to hang out with Tupac like he he was like a hip-hop head so like he's so much cooler than like 99% of people who work there <laughs> genuinely so much I, cooler honestly I want to read his book if when he whenever mm-hmm. he eventually does a book or does a podcast I want to hear about raconteur R-Truth and like all of the different phases of R-Truth because I guarantee you he has one of the most interesting lives ever you are 100% totally. right totally. I would I want to give him props to his cardio because that's a long ramp sometimes. And some of those wrestlers, so many wrestlers. Remember when the Usos tried to do Naomi's entrance? One of our favorite moments of all of wrestling. Something you and I share in our soul. Our truth has come down the longest ramps in the business and wrapped and skipped the whole way. I couldn't do it. Speaking of truth. I couldn't do it. 
do it. For y'all, go back. I believe that that was, I don't remember if that's on the YouTube or if it was on Toad Steve's, but they did this thing of like, well, let's see if you can do our entrance and we'll do your entrance. Of course, she came in, did their entrance, nailed it. They came in, tried to do her entrance, and they were like, wait. Not to like age shame, but like at that dude's age, especially to still be in the shape that he is in is fucking ridiculous because you see, especially like the wrestlers, like wrestling 40 is real world 80, you know? And so like the fact that he's like been able to stay like, you know, and he obviously goes out for injury. Everyone does. But the fact that he's been able to like stay in and stay relevant this long is amazing. Our truth is 51. You know, if you told me he was 60, I would say good for him. I wouldn't question it. I would just be like, <laughs> fuck yeah, he's 60. Um, he could be any age, and I absolutely love it because he's a fucking megastar. He really is. I'm sorry. I want him to get so many props. I I want him to get so many prizes. Give him everything. I, I Not like just ruffles. Yeah, Although do you. give him some ruffles. I would like some ruffles. Oh, God. Now I want some ruffles. Yeah, it's, he's one of those ones where I'm like, I feel like with this run, he's starting to get his flowers. Yeah. And like, I I like when we don't wait until folks can no longer go to like show them the appreciation and love, especially with a lot of these like mid card or lower folks. Mm-hmm. Like he made the 24 seven title. You like he won yeah. it 53 fucking times. You know, I mean, that whole thing. I feel like the 24 seven title is our truth turned into a championship because it's the same thing right where it started kind of serious yeah and then it just became sillier and sillier until it had been silly for so long that it became genuinely funny again and Mm. then it just disappeared (laughs) and then it came back and then it just disappeared and if that's not our boy turned into (laughs) leather and gold i don't know what it is yes but he made that sing when it was at its best he made it sing uh everything with dana brooke like uh gimme 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 he like really he really because you know she used to have such a big personality in nxt and Mm. i don't know what happened when she came onto the main roster but like she lost so much of it it felt like she was getting so much of that back when they were working together and i feel like that like he brings that out of people you know, yeah. and that's not the only thing like he was the first ever black wrestler to win the NWA heavyweight championship. He's won a tag team champions like he's done. He, he's not just a comedy act like he's done all of the stuff, but also like I fell in love with him when he started forgetting that he's not in a match. That's when I was like, <laughs> when he would come out, his his music would come out and they'd be like, are, are you're not in this match? Oh, my, like that's when I yeah. like. I was like, oh, that's my onk. That is my wrestle both. You know, that's the thing as well. Like, name five other people who have been every champion he has been, who's been a hardcore champion and NWA champion, uh, who has fought John Cena, who has fought The Miz, who's done all these things, but it also truly funny. Who fought The Rock. Who fought The Rock and can be doing this for this long and still be working and still looking good. And you can't name me five people to put in that same category. You can't do it. 
someone will and fuck those people my twitter's defunct but like, <laughs> <laughs> like shout shout at me on twitter i'd love to hear it um, yeah let's play some r-truth clips really quick because i want to laugh this sunday wait 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 money wait, in the wait, wait, wait what are you doing out here I'm talking about what the truth is going to do in Money in the Bank this Sunday. You're not even in the match. This, this is on me. Kane, my bad. <laughs> New Orleans, I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all, have a, y'all be good. I just want to take him out for a cheeseburger. You know? I want to be like, you're not in this match, but come meet me by the concession stand and like, whatever you want, it's on me. Yeah. We're, we're good. <laughs> I got acrophobia, y'all. What? Acrophobia? That's fear of spiders. But I tell you no. what, the conspiracy knows that I'm afraid of heights. Oh, that, that, that phobia. <laughs> but there about- better not be not one spider oh. on this ladder. <laughs> I told you. It's a there better not be no spiders in this ring this you. Sunday, because I'm afraid of them too. Arachnophobia. I personally uh-huh. can't think of anything more frightening than a 12-foot ladder with spiders on it. I oh mean, my God! Don't you? Show why would me you the put that here? Lie. Yeah, show me where that was irrational, people. That's terrifying. The man is out here speaking good sense. Yeah. Uh, it's he, like he I'm a celebrity meets fucking money in the back. This is nonsense. Yeah, like, he is. That's entirely reasonable. And for people to laugh at him there, I thought was cruel and unkind. <laughs> you, you go <laughs> climb a twelve foot fucking ladder covered in spiders, Jerry. See how you like it. Be a star, Jerry. <laughs> that's not the first time he's heard that it's not it won't be <laughs> all right so you've heard us lose our entire minds over how happy we are that uh good unk our truth is back we've also got some comments from the listeners about how happy they are that our truth is back first we've got mark on facebook wwe did a live event here in the philippines a few years back and r-truth was the 24 7 champion prior to the show he was hyping out the crowd outside the arena and even interacted with some local wrestlers who came to watch the show that's the other thing is i bet he's one of those people who knows everybody oh totally and i i mean he does a lot of outreach work right like you always see him front and center in the wrestlemania week stuff like he's always out there doing stuff he's he's a titus in that sense like he's out there working oh my god julian had a fantastic idea um what about our truth as the host of wrestlemania one year yes please yes please pull the trigger pull the trigger i want it i need it let's do it he would do such a good job oh my god oh don't go giving me hope (laughs) i mean like if snoop hadn't been able to jump in and save the day for shane I could absolutely see our truth running in to make that save, you know? Yes. That's, he's a pinch hitter. He's a great guy. You can put him in anywhere. Yeah. And he will, the crowd will be on his side. That's his unique skill. Uh, <sighs> is just always has the crowd on his side. And I love it. We also heard from our buddy Darren Jackson, friend of the pod. Um, How do you even narrow it down with this guy, says Darren. We talk about Chad Gable making anything and everything work. And Truth has been doing that for like, 15 years get out of our brains darren get out of our collective brain cheater (laughs) (laughs) he just knew what was going on in there before we had even sat down to do this 
full of fizzy pop and sugar and he just knew <laughs> we are all cracked out on sugar by the way because it is dark <laughs> and we are tired <laughs> um and let's see what we got um lastly we've got brendan on facebook I'll admit I've had bad cycles with R-Truth where I can't get enough of him and also significant stretches where his character was beyond stale to me. But regardless of that, I have to give him a ton of credit as an athlete and a performer whose commitment is virtually unparalleled. Hell yeah. I can't help but smile whenever I see him on my screen these days. Well, thank you. Golf clap. Golf clap. Yeah. Golf clap to the mic. <laughs> Uh, I love that for him, though. I, I think to reach that elder statesman role without having worn out your welcome, mm. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it's this guy. He's going to do something great. Maybe it will be to do with the New Year's baby. Maybe it will be to do with spiders. Maybe it will be to do with stuffed crust pizza. I don't know, but <laughs> I can't wait to find out. Oh, man. now I want an R-Truth mukbang so bad. Mm, get him on like fucking hot ones. Get, get that man on hot get ones. Get him on hot ones, uh, y'all. He would destroy hot ones. Okay. He would murder hot ones. Okay. Uh, tights and fights, folks. Uh, w- look, you already know that we're getting close to um, uh, shame WWE into uh, putting Cindy Lauper in the Hall of Fame season. But first, let's get into pressure Sean to put our truth on hot ones. Let's use yeah. our let's use our collective power for good. Um, let's do it. Let's manifest. Let's manifest. manifest this. I hear so much about manifesting. <laughs> let's fucking do it. Put up look, light them candles, get out them crystals. Let's make this happen. <laughs> and if you have anything to say about our truth, you can find us on all the socials. And when we come back, we've got three things from wrestling you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Throughout history, sirens have captured men's attention, enticed men with their feminine wiles, and fulfilled men's primal needs. The sirens allure uh, persists. They have not. Unless the primal need is I need to be smashed on the rocks. Yeah, sm- smash me. Smash me, mommy. Smash me, mama. Smash me, mommy. <laughs> the sirens allure persists. Why do we do this to ourselves? Strand me, baby. Strand, Strand me, me, baby. So yeah, listen to my brother, my brother, and me for maximum fun on Mondays. It's just like that, just like that, but more, it's just like that, but more of it. There's, there's just more of that. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelk. Now, we're going to share three things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is the three count. Watch my three count. One, two, three. Lindsay Kelk, what are you putting over? I am putting over DIY, getting the win. Um, If you watch the 90-minute version of Raw on Hulu which I know a lot of people do because three hours is a lot of time. They cut the DIY Imperium match. So I recommend you go find it if you can, if you haven't seen it, just because it's four of the bestest wrestle boys doing wrestle boy things and playing with my emotions on the internet by teasing a return of the way of sorts, uh, but without Austin, without baby Austin, 
but with a sweet baby Tommaso Ciampa instead. Uh, and it made me happy. And it always makes me a little bit sad when wrestlers say things like, let's hope this is the beginning of things going well for me because it means they know it hasn't been going well. Why haven't you learned that? Right, and it rarely does. But it made me happy to see that Johnny still has that Christmas spirit alive in his soul uh, when he said that. Great, great match. Go check it out. Oh, that's awesome. And Julian, um, Halbert's not here, uh, which means you get to have an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Santa. All I wanted was an opinion for Christmas this year. (laughs) You're too busy being professional. (laughs) All he wants for Christmas is an opinion, baby. This is it, though. This is your... You don't get another one. So don't ruin it. (laughs) So, I mean, we've... um, We've talked a lot about uh, Tony Khan and his Twitter habits uh, this year, especially. Oh, his I feel Twitter like... habit. Sure, <laughs> yeah. that's what we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the multiple habits that uh, you know—a very messy desk, very powdery desk, very strange. Must man loves yeah. his talcum. Clean up. But... <laughs> Get a Swiffer, Tony. Come on. <laughs> but I, I can't help but wonder sometimes if. You know, maybe it's like sometimes I think maybe I'm crazy. Maybe like wrestling is just weird. I don't understand what's normal in wrestling now. Maybe what Tony Khan does is normal. That's what I had a thought of. But it turns out, no, it's not. Because Tony Khan also has other business ventures. His family is also involved in the NFL. And you may also know that his family is involved with Fulham soccer. And, ma'am football if you I, I allowed that julian i was gonna let that slide uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, for the good people of fulham i was gonna allow that to go well do you wonder uh, for a minute if that's not, if like i think that they're too busy getting upset at tony khan because they are not happy with how uh the family has been running that mm-hmm. running that uh organization nope, and i wonder does his twitter habit do they have similar feelings about his twitter habits and it turns out yes but it's actually worse so I found because I found this wonderful uh, Sky News clip from uh, I want to say when was this three years ago, uh, and this is how it starts where they talk about exactly what Tony Khan does. I promise players and better efforts from this squad. He was then challenged about um, whether that meant he was now looking for his fifth choice centre back by an, another fan on on Twitter, I presume. And his response, Tony Khan, was to say either we go for the fifth choice or we wait for the one uh, one of the others to recover from COVID. What do you make of that? He's a clown. I mean, getting involved in that. I mean, that, that, that was a really poor performance. I mean, it was that bad. You were actually laughing. You shouldn't be discussing club's business or your transfer targets. That's nobody's He's trying to offer crumbs of comfort, isn't he? Not, but not after. Not when you got beaten Trina at home. Just, just, you know, take your medicine and, and, and look at things over the next few days. <laughs> I mean, there's that energy of just like, I mean, clown. Clown. Clown Clown in a Scouse accent. It's so much nicer than anything I've called him. So, I mean, it's actually an insult to clowns, especially when we've been so commending of them today. Yes, I know clowns. You, sir, are no clown. (laughs) Pretty much. Anyway, fantastic stuff. I loved that. Oh, wow. Um, And so for me, um, on NXT, I saw one of the best fucking things that I've seen all year, which is um, up and coming star Lash Legend fucking bodied Otis, like body slammed Otis. It's amazing. Um, here's a clip. No freaking 
freaking way! What the? Y'all. I'm going to need to know what lash glue she's using. Because... I have to assume it's extensions, right? Yeah, I mean, that's so huge. The lashes are so huge. Yeah, that's kind of like a trend right now. Um, I know, and, and it's not- like, I know we do we do a double or a triple stack, stack but it's like, firstly, I, I commend, like, I have to commend on being able to see um, through those lashes, because that's nuts, and I have tried it, and it's hard. Yeah, um, her and Angel Reese. keeping them on. Yeah. I know, <laughs> like, this is so impressive, and the boys will never know. Uh, but that feat of strength was fully nuts i was really impressed with um maxine dupree uh oh she every week back squatting yeah. tozawa this week and then <laughs> lash legend was like that was cute uh want to see something really impressive and i said yes please and mm-hmm. holy cow look papa sean look look if there's one thing that these dx boys is gonna give us it's women beating the fuck out of dudes like if there is one thing it, you know what it's the one time where i'm like you know what go ahead and make your fetish your job like <laughs> go ahead go ahead beat that boy beat that boy beat that boy <laughs> um on that note uh i guess that does it for this episode <laughs> of tights and fights this week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Daniel Radford. Does anybody have anything to put over this week? Books. More books. I got books still. There are books. You can search me and find the books. Then you can read the books. I'll get money for that. That would be amazing. And also, if anyone's putting it off, this is nuts, but I just got LASIK, uh, which I'd always been told I couldn't have because I was like a minus nine prescription and I have astigmatism. And I'd been told for years and years and years yeah. that I could not have it. And then eventually a doctor recently was like, well, you should just go get the consultation and check it out and I had it and I can fucking see and it to anyone and I know we're all a glasses family here at tights and fights but it is the most nuts thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life and it's only been a few days and my husband is quite sick of hearing me say no way I can totally fucking see um Look but I can seriously it's wild um and the I have had a lot of messages from HD. people yeah yeah it's just Did I've had a lot of messages from people mounts? saying that they have been afraid to do it or that they can't get it because their prescription is too high yeah, they've been told all I these reasons for their yeah. reason yeah exactly and they fixed that they fixed it they, they get right in there and they fix it and they gave me a little video of the surgery that's just like a close-up on the eye and i watched the whole thing so if anyone wants to re- i don't know if it's better to be informed or not i'm glad i hadn't seen it before but mm-hmm. now i'm like oh yeah that's what they did um, oh my god! I, th- I this is now the the, the stigmatism podcast because like when I wear <laughs> contacts, if I move my eye like the, like if I roll my eye or move it the wrong way, the my eye it's will gone. move, but the contact will not. So it just looks yeah. like I have two irises. All right, yeah. that's really good to know. Yeah, um, <laughs> Julian, you got anything to put over? Actually, actually, I will say this. I can probably say it here. JV Club's going to be doing something fun. Uh, we're going to be doing our. Uh, 10 plus year reunion on the on the show oh. where we're gonna go back and throw back to some of our favorite uh interviews from uh 10 years or more uh that's gonna be for the entire month of january uh it's being done for two reasons one because i thought it would be really cute and two to give janet a little bit of a break because she has sf, SF sketch fest so if you're going to if you're in san francisco and i think you can still get tickets to sf sketch fest, go see that and uh, go listen to the jv club that's awesome. Um, for me, just anything that I have, I'll like put on Twitter or whatever. I've got a bunch of stuff coming up. 
like that uh, a lot of you guys i think will super duper like um mostly uh, i guess i just want to put over um be prepared for many thoughts and opinions from me about um uh, iron claw so <laughs> that's it oh can't wait oh i can't fucking wait our producer is pun night stand julian burrell uh, our senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Thank you to all of the Max Fun members that keep the show going. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels in the show notes. Find our Tights and Fights WrestleMania shirt at maxfunstore.com and celebrate ice cream Christmas all year long. Sorry, Phil, you don't have a license to fucking ice cream, all right? <laughs> We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Here comes the pain, bow to the masters. This is a podcast, they are podcasters. Max Fun's the network, Dyson Fights is the name. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artists-owned shows. Supported directly by you.